Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's lock it in with Cam Rogers. This is Golf Bets on Us right here on the Believe Podcast and Network, which is, of course, the number one podcast network for professionals. Cam Rogers here. Bridget Whalen is there. Follow us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Waylon, it is the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. And for those who are keeping track out there, we have gone from Las Vegas to Japan to Bermuda on the PGA Tour within the last three weeks. Bridget and I have our selections for this week, which let's put it lightly, I guess. They're not heavy on research, at least not for me, because this is a very difficult tournament to predict. Just look at the recent winner, Brian Gay, who I believe missed four cuts in a row entering this tournament and then ended up winning. So hashtag golf, folks, volatile and random, very much a thing here, especially at the Bermuda Championship. Week one of Lock It In with Cam Rogers in the books. As you guys probably gathered, the schedule is as follows. Golf bets on us with Bridget, of course, in the early part of the week. Have my interview with a special guest, athlete, industry expert in the betting world in the mid part of the week. And then, of course, my best bets for the football weekend on Fridays. Ten picks to make you make some money. Eight and two, by the way, last week. So we're riding hot. Let's see what we can do here in the golf world this week. And of course, we are presented by betonline.ag. BetOnline is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. And receive that 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. Of course, all of the odds here on this very show are courtesy of Bet Online. And a reminder as well that these odds can change. I had my odds written down for my betting card this week. Last night, the odds are different today, so it's always worth checking and seeing how those lines change. All right, Bridget, so we're off to Bermuda for the Butterfield Bermuda Championship, and this is not a good field. This might be the worst field in the fall swing, and I don't mean that in the sense that like these guys are not talented, right? Just the reality of the situation is you have a lot of Corn Ferry Tour graduates playing in this event. And my big takeaway about this week is that you're not breaking the bank in terms of betting because there's a lot of unknowns to these Corn Ferry Tour graduates. And I would rather wait for a hefty sample size on their play on the PGA Tour before actually placing money on them. Does that sort of add up there? 
Yeah, I guess. Um, I do, however, think that the Corn Ferry Tour and success there is a good predicator for the, the PJ true. Tour. But I agree with you. A lot of the guys in the field this week, uh, they really haven't been in the hunt in a PJ Tour event or in the like throes of a PJ Tour season. So that pressure uh, cannot be mimicked uh, on, on any other tour, in my opinion, not even on the European Tour, to be totally frank. So I think that's the biggest test. I mean, you also have guys in the field that you might have thought of retired by now, like John Rollins is playing. I'm kind of just going down the list here of people that are like super, super random. Yeah, let's call let's call out some retirees, Cam. That yeah. sounds like that's a- <laughs> Kevin Stadler's playing. Like that just goes to show that it's a very difficult field to predict, I would say, this week, just because sure. of you know, not necessarily being a master's field or the player's championship or anything like that. But of course there is a favorite and somebody is going to win this tournament. So, I mean, there is that as well. Matthew Fitzpatrick is your favorite at bet online 12 to one to win Christian Behazen out the South African at 16 to one Patrick Reed is in the field, a major champion and not the favorite. He's at 18 to one, of course, coming off that missed cut from a couple of weeks ago. And so it's been a bit of a layoff for him here as he kind of comes back from that illness he was dealing with. Mito Pereira has been a popular name this week, the best ball striker in this field. He's 22 to one. Seamus Power, a recent winner on tour. He's at 28 to one, along with Adam Hadwin, the Canadian. So we have Ryder Cup assistant captains like Rand McDowell, who's had success at seaside events, Luke Donald's in the field. Plenty of graduates, like I mentioned, from the Corn Ferry Tour. How are you, Bridget, facing this betting task here this week at the Butterfield Bermuda Championship, which is obviously a unique tournament? You have, you know, the wind factor. You have the Bermuda factor. You have a very whittled down field. Where are you going this week? Well, firstly, I just want to do him a little justice since we don't say his name too often. And I want to make sure that we get it right. It's Christian Bezatenhu. It's um, Got it. It's Hoot. Yeah. The South African. Just, you know, give him a little shout out properly. Uh, so funnily enough, you are the stats guy. Mm-hmm. When the field is weaker, I tend to become a stats guy. Because I have nothing else really to go off of. Right. <laughs> so today for, uh, for my card, I, I went a little bit of the stats route. Also picking Patrick Reed as my outright might sound strange, but this is another thing that I do well. I know about players' personal lives, and he is staying with a close family friend this week out on Bermuda. So he's in a great headspace. Okay. Okay. So do you want me, want me to get into, I, I'm, I'll get into more Patrick Reed stuff. We could, we could just go like hot out of the gate. Cause I'm, I'm picking Reed to win and I'm putting $20 down on him. I just think he has okay. like that grinding mentality in some of the windiest courses on tour. So I'm using that stat. I know it's going to be windy. We're out in the middle of the ocean. This is an Island people. Um, I think that after that weird, like near death experience for him, I, I think he, deserved a little grace to get back uh, sort of into the thick of things. And I think that's what he's been doing. This is a weaker field. 
he has nine career tour wins. He is the master's champion. So I just see him performing well um, at this course. And then the field isn't that stacked. So I'm going Patrick Reed for my outright this week. Okay. Yeah. Let me quickly mention here, Port Royal Golf Club in Southampton, Bermuda, par 71, Bridget. It's the second shortest course on the PGA Tour rotation this year, 6,800 yards. Only Pebble Beach is shorter. So basically the takeaway here for this week, really tight fairways. Think Harbor Town. think plod your way around the golf course. I mean, Brendan Todd won here, Brian Gay. These are guys that are not bombers off the tee. So if you want a prototype this week, like you mentioned, Bridget, grinder, don't have to be elite ball striking necessarily, but a good scrambler can get hot with the putter. Putter is actually a big one with Todd and Gay in particular. Those guys are fantastic with the flat stick. So that's sort of the prototype that you're looking at this week. And I know you have some Bermuda experience and I do want you to sort of divulge into that real quick because I'm looking at the wind forecast, 25 miles an hour, like consistently, like this is going to be (laughs) possibly British open times 10 in terms of the wind. I don't know. It could be an interesting test this week. So I've actually been there around this time of year. It is very windy. It's warm. Um, I do think that wind will be an ever present factor. It's not like, oh, it's going to be windy one day and it's not going to be windy the next. I think that's going to be consistent all the way through the tournament. I love Bermuda. I mean, the, this tournament, I think you should, even though the field isn't that stacked, everyone should just tune in because the course is just going to be visually beautiful. Uh, the whole Island itself is like magical. So it's super excited to, I'm super excited to see it on kind of like a grand stage of this sort. Um, But I honestly, like we're in Bermuda, Bermuda grass, (laughs) obviously, and the wind. (laughs) So, you know, if if you, um, putting, I mean, I think putting is integral. You said it. Yeah. This isn't like a course where a bomber is going to have an advantage, obviously. And and when that's not the case, then what does that leave you? That leaves you with your short game. So I do think that that also opens this up to it's anyone's tournament, not just because the field isn't that stacked, but it's also because of the nature of this course. Um, And I, I do think that it levels this course specifically. It really does level the playing field uh, in that sense. hundred percent. And that actually is a big factor in terms of making this tournament interesting because you have the likes of Brendan Todd and Brian Gay who find that confidence on a course like this. And they don't feel like they're behind the eight ball before they even hit a tee shot because of the length of the course and the competition in that field in particular. Like you don't have Tony Finau this week or Brooks or Bryson or anything like that. Logistical question for you, Bridget, how do you want to do this here? Because like you have Patrick Reed written down in the sheet here. When you saw him, he was probably 22 to one. He's now 18 to one. Do we want to just go with like when we write it down and we assume that like we place our bets, then we just go with those numbers rather than the updated numbers when we record. I'm down to go either way. Okay. I definitely want to go with the numbers when I'm doing my research and that I put down because my two top twenties, they totally fluxed um, when (laughs) I saw, you know, what the points were. So okay. I, I would prefer um, that we take it as it is when we, when you and I do our homework. Yeah, that's fine. And we'll obviously just go off the honor system. Obviously uh, I have no doubt that you're writing <laughs> down the accurate numbers and I'm sure you have no doubt I that mean, I'm writing down the accurate numbers. They're not like so far off. 
Uh, right. And, and I, t I typically do my research either the night before or the morning of. I'm not doing it like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, a couple of days out or anything. Um, or like uh, immediately when the, the bets, the points get posted, point mm -hmm. system gets posted. Um, so, yeah, I think that you and I do it kind of around the same time. And, and I do think we've actually had crossovers like with our players and, and we have had them at the same spot. So I'm good with this. Fantastic. Well, I had a fantastic week last week for the record. I won oh $103 and 47 cents at the Zozo championship. So that is wow. a solid profit. Uh, you won $19 Bridget. So wow. here is wow. the total. <laughs> I'm at 324. You're at 233, but you know how betting can go. It can change rapidly. So We'll I mean, I happens. almost pulled off a win with Colin Morikawa. You did. So and you'd be you far ahead just, of me. Yeah. Yeah. You just like thank your lucky stars that Colin didn't like, you know, go lights out that day. And Rory, Rory got it done. Rory didn't choke on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Love Rory. Sorry. Just, you know, had to say it. Uh, but yeah, congrats, Cam, on the successful week. Hey, no Japan. congrats needed. I mean, this is early. You know what I mean? We have a long season to go, folks. So I am not parading around just yet but but congrats said, to Hideki congrats yes. to Hideki like yes. how awesome is that you win the you win your first major and in in the homeland in the same year like congrats to Hideki awesome feat for that guy yeah he's truly remarkable just his ball striking is just ridiculous and if he can find that putter in a given week man he's right. dangerous so yeah has been fantastic so far uh I would say the last two years so all right, you have your outright with Patrick Reed. I like that little nugget that you have there with him staying with a friend. That actually makes a lot of sense in terms of why he's even playing this week. I did not even want to go outright this week, but I feel like it's worth it if I'm throwing like five bucks down and then see what happens. I'm going Russell Knox. Solid course history here, 16th and 11th, ranked 7th in strokes gained ball striking and 4th in fairways gained over the last 24 rounds. Dating back to 2017, Knox is the number one player in this field in terms of strokes gained in windy conditions. So I like the Scott this week to at least be competitive. And I'll say right now that I'm going to run it back with a top 20 for Knox as well. 20 bucks on that play at plus 165. So an outright and a top 20 for Mr. Knox this week. Wow. All right. That's a, I feel like Confidence. that's a first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, or not a first, a first that we've done on the yes. pod where yeah. Ran it back. Um, all right. I, I like Russell Knox. It's funny. I had opened like right before we hopped on, I had opened a link that I got in my email about, uh, about the, the Butterfield, which is just like a funny name, but it's like, kind of appropriate for this time of year. Like we're getting into the like holiday season. It's the Butterfield Championship, um, <laughs> Bermuda Championship. Uh, and when I opened that like link real quick, it, Russell Knox was the hero image. So, so I don't know. It, you know me in signs. So I, I like that play. Yeah, he's getting some buzz amongst the industry out there. So we'll see what happens. I mean, again, outrights are so difficult and I think it's going to be extremely difficult this week, but there you go. Russell Knox outright. And then I threw a top 20 out there for you, Bridget, you have finishing position plays the rest of the way here. So if you want to go maybe your top fives, and then I can say some of my top twenties, we can sort of just flow around. Or if you want to just say your entire card, however you want to do it. I like going back and forth. Okay. 
Uh, so if you're cool with that, I'm good with that. I'm going to start with Adam Hadwin. I'm giving him a top five. I'm putting $20 down on this. I think that he's coming into this in way better form than Brian Gay or, or Todd were. Uh, not like that matters. We literally just said that that doesn't matter. But I do think that this is a good course for Adam. He's not as short as the previous two winners, but I think that he plays better golf on the shorter tracks. Um, and I, I'm just kind of, I, I like where he's sort of at in his state of game. And there's really not much more to it than that for, for Adam Hadwin. I also do think that he kind of likes the breezy conditions. I've heard him say that before. So I don't know. We're like, now we're heavy on wind affecting my, my picks here. Yeah. And I think that should be a big factor. And Hadwin has a lot of good history at smaller tight golf courses. So he could be that kind of guy who finds that confidence at these types of venues. So top five for him. All right. And you have a top five for Mito Pereira, who I probably do. is the best ball striker in this field. And that is why <laughs> I no, think he's going to be a, yeah, that's why he's going to be a serious contender. I know he's young and I know that he's like just getting his start out there, but he's a, he's a birdie machine. I, I really, I see him. I really just see him doing well here and I'm kind of kind of like drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit because I know he's like on a lot of people's radar, but mm -hmm. uh, strokes gained approach is just, he's like, he's great. Uh, and I, I like him. I, I think he, I like him on this course. I think he's going to play well. So I'm putting $10 down on Mito this week. Okay. So top fives there. I have my package of top twenties this week. No top tens, no top fives. I'm hoping these all work out. So I already mentioned Russell Knox, 20 bucks on him plus 165. Denny McCarthy, plus 175, one of the top putters on tour, the fourth best Bermuda putter in this field. Elite course history, if you want to say that. We've only played here twice. Two top 20s in his two appearances at this event. So Denny McCarthy, really just cover your eyes and hope that everything works outside of that putter because we know the putter will always work, but, you know, hopefully – the iron game is somewhat decent and the driver can be okay. The rough isn't as penal this week as it typically is on the PGA tour. So I'm not too concerned about missing fairways, but this is like a classic Denny McCarthy course, in my opinion. I also have Denny McCarthy, so he's coming later. So I love this T T four okay. and T 15. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Pretty darn good. And then just applying that same logic, but more so off the tee, Ryan Armour at plus 200 for top 20, 10 bucks on him. The guy hits a million fairways. I mean, if you are always in the fairway at this golf course, that's a significant advantage and basically a lock to make the cut. And so from there, you're essentially asking for Ryan to make a few more birdies here and there, finish inside the top 20, two top 20s at this event as well. So Ryan Armour, your classic accuracy golfer, very much of that Brendan Todd mold. So I'll play him there at a top 20. I love that. That's a great pick. Um, my next my next little slew of things is uh, two, I have two top 10s. So Grayson Stig, I'm putting $10 down for a top 10. I read that he's like a Bermuda grass specialist. So you know me. That's mm -hmm. kind of, I literally just said. That's what I'm banking on this week. Um, once I have a thing, I kind of just roll with it. I also think that he is like super gritty 
And I see him kind of like rising to the top, like Mito has and Hayden Buckley. I mean, we've seen corn for your tours come out and like make a statement. So I do think it's Grayson's turn and I'm giving him a top 10 this week. Okay. Plus 650 for a top 10. Mito at plus 500 for a top five, by the way. Adam Hadwin plus 550. So some big time odds there with potential payouts. Yep. All right. And then that, you have Danny that. at top 10. <laughs> So that's what I was going for this week. I'm trying to make up the deficit, Cam. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also have uh, I have Denny also as a top 10, $15. His two previous starts at this event, T4, T15. I mean, that shouldn't come as a massive surprise. Uh, the shorter track tends to render this as like a putting contest. And and Denny's he's been one of the best putters over the past few years, which a lot of people I don't think they take stock in, but you should run the books. It is true. Um, I think it's conservative to give him a top 10. I probably should hmm. have given him a top five, to be honest. And I actually see Denny winning an event and like soon. And this is like an event that he could, I could see him winning like very, very well um, could see him getting it done this week. So Denny is really high, high stock for me uh, in Bermuda. 45 to one to win this week. So that is some solid value right there. If you are sold on Denny McCarthy this week. Okay. Yeah. I've got him for a top 20, as I mentioned, Ryan armor as well, Russell Knox, and then two other top twenties, Vaughn Taylor at plus two twenty-five, $15 on this one rating out top 30 in fitting, uh, hitting fairways, iron game and putting on Bermuda greens, a winner at Pebble beach, obviously a similar golf course. If you want to look at the yardage. So Vaughn Taylor there makes some sense to me. And then $15 on Cameron Percy at plus 350 has cashed in on eight consecutive PGA Tour starts. He's two for two at Port Royal, fourth best wind player dating back to 2017, led the tour in greens and regulation last season. So the Australian Cameron Percy for a top 20, and that is the end of my top 20 run there. Love it. Do you want to get into my top 20s? Yes, let's hear them. Okay, so at the Travelers, I it was pretty windy the day I went. I forget if I went Saturday or Sunday. I think I went Saturday, or maybe I went Friday. I don't know. Whatever day I went, it was pretty windy. Seamus Power was playing so well. He was playing with Kevin Kisner, and I was following Kiz. So by happenstance, I was following Seamus. Right. Um, windy on Island. Uh, I, I just think he. This is a wow can't Seamus power has gotten me flustered he's played this event before so I think that that gives him a, a tiny leg up um and it should be noted but uh there's not really much more to it than the wind so ten dollars down on Seamus power I mean we're really we're shooting darts here we are yeah. we are and I'm going in the exact opposite direction as far as Seamus power is concerned but I'll get great, to that in a great. minute. So is this your... the miss? Are you doing a miss? Are you doing a miss cut? Are of course doing I'm cut? doing a miss cut prop with Seamus power hey, at yeah, plus yeah. 300. Right. Why not? <laughs> okay. All right. Last top 20, $15. Danny Willett. Haven't heard this name in like forever. So I'm ready for him to do well. He did open with a first round 67 last year, right? That, yeah, that was last year. And he was like back in the mix of being talked about. For, for, from like the longest time. I mean, mm -hmm. he won the masters and he kind of like fell off, fell off the face of the earth. So I just think having experience um, is it, definitely going to bode well. And then 
I don't know. I, I think that he's sort of ready for it to happen. And in a weaker field, I think that that's when he could pop off again. So I'm putting $15 down a little more on Danny Willett this week. Yeah. So power at plus 110. So even money there, $10 on him. And then Danny Willett at plus 140, $15 on him. So, okay. All right, so that's your card there. I'll wrap up with a top Canadian play. You already mentioned him. Adam Hadwin at plus 235, $10 on him. Great driver of the ball. Top 10 finish at the Shriners not too long ago. Like I mentioned as well, plays well on these similar tight golf courses. So top Canadian, Adam Hadwin, book it. Missed cut prop, Seamus Power, plus 300, $10 on him. More of a dart throw here. I'm not going to lay out a lot of data in terms of why I'm going in this direction, but he does have a miscut in this fall swing here. Sometimes when you break through on the PGA tour, which he did last season, last summer, you can lay down a little bit and struggle. And I don't know if power is ready for the Bermuda wind. You seem to think so Bridget from your anecdotal data, shall we say at the I know. championship. Yeah. But only, only I would know. Of course. <laughs> Me and a handful of people who are following kids and Seamus. Yes. The crowd of following kids and Seamus. Yes. You guys are the insiders of Seamus power in the wind. Um, <laughs> but again, a dart throw. I mean, not everybody can make the weekend and this is a pretty good number here in my opinion at plus 300. So it's worth $10. And then just a quick matchup play. I'm going Denny McCarthy plus 106 over Joseph Bramlett five dollars there if i get it right it's not going to be a lot of money but you know i figured i'd throw a matchup play out there as well and that's my card for this week i like it i mean this is that this is one that i so full disclosure i did not watch much of the zozo this is one i will for sure watch and i'll keep a keep a track of how because the leaders won't be teeing off at 2 a.m 1 a.m. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, small, minor factor. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I tried as well to stay up and watch it, like even on Saturday night, but I was just like, uh, yeah. And I Pretty recorded good. it. I, you can't watch live sports back. It's weird. No. You're like, this is like, this is not, I don't love it that much. Maybe in <laughs> like, 1980 when you could like <laughs> avoid the newspaper and you'd be good, but like, I get dinged on my phone every five seconds with updates. So there's just no way. Right. There's no way. So, okay. Great. There you go. Bermuda Championship this week. Good luck to your picks out there. This is Golf Bets on Us, part of Lock It In with Cam Rogers. I am Cam Rogers. She is Bridget Whalen. I'll talk to you guys later this week. Interview with Ariel Epstein, my best bets of college football and the NFL. And of course, Bridget back here next Tuesday. We'll talk to you guys soon. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.